Welcome to Black Family Table Talk. We are your hosts, Tony and Tony. Listen in weekly as we discover ways to build a strong Black family. What are we going to discuss today, Tony? Tony, today we're going to talk about the two dimensions of marriage. What does that mean? (laughs) Well, I'm glad you asked. It centered around two people in a marriage becoming one versus two people in a marriage living as individuals. So that's really a conversation about intimacy, in my opinion. Uh, Yes, (laughs) Uh, that too. Yes, intimacy and working together as one increases intimacy. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. I talk about our situation in one difficult area of working that has affected our intimacy because we operate as individuals, and, and I would say finances. We had a lot of disagreement over finances for a number of years. We talked about this in the previous podcast. We kind of never really got on the same page, and it has, has affected our marriage in an adverse way. And we did things to compromise, a compromise that worked for a while, but eventually got out of control. At one time, early on in our marriage, we had one joint account, and we paid our bills together through through that account. And I'm not saying that's the only way to do it, but there has to be an understanding. I didn't adhere to the ground rules. And then we moved to, all right, this is my money, this is your money, and that took us to another level of destruction in the marriage. Because I remember when I wanted to purchase a car, and that's a a major purchase. I I didn't confer with you or discuss with you that I wanted to purchase a car. Yeah, you just kind of came home with a car. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was... But let's get to really, really what the root of the issue was. And the root of the issue was that you came to the marriage not really wanting to come as one. And I think that we we had these ideas when we first got married on how things were going to go. Finances was just one of them, but we had talked about several things and how we were going to operate and do things together and what happened, I think over a course of time, I felt you trying to establish yourself as an individual. You know, we were reading this book together, A Lifelong Love. And I'm looking at this chapter, which is absolutely textbook of what happened to us. And it says here, it says, some of us get married thinking we really want a life of intimacy. But once the challenges and burdens of intimacy press in on us, we want to go back to being selfish and estranged. And I think that's probably what happened. You know, it's hard to merge two lives together. And it's easy to just revert back to being an individual and pushing your spouse away. And I think having separate finances is just one of the ways to push your spouse away. So um, I want to ask you a question. How did you see the notion of oneness? How did it translate to you in terms of intimacy? Were you hesitant, apprehensive? Uh, What made you 
pull away from the notion of oneness? Very good question. I think coming into the marriage, I had an idea of what marriage was supposed to be like. And I've come to a realization that I had the wrong attitude about marriage because I felt as the husband, and this is this whole submission thing, Mm. that as the head, and there's a lot of discussion about how the head should operate, Mm. but I had a skewed view of what the head was supposed to operate as. If I'm the head and I have the vision, then the oneness was you submit to me and my vision. Mm. Right or wrong is the authority. I thought that was the authority that God placed on me. Mm. So anything contrary to my vision, which I felt was ordained on me by the marriage uh, structure, it was an attack Mm. on my authority. So that created problems. So it wasn't that I didn't want to be one. I wanted you to be my one. (laughs) Yeah. And now that I look at it in retrospect, and understanding more about what submission is and not just one head over the other. Mm. So that was the cause of some problems in our marriage. Mm -hmm. That thinking that as the head of the household, since I'm charged with all responsibility, Mm -hmm. everything's gonna fall on me, God is looking at me, that I should have all the say and I should have the vision. Mm. I think you should clear up the submission part so that it's not misunderstood? Well, I was giving the definition of what I thought submission was. And now referring to what the Bible says is is the proper alignment. It says, wives submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body and himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit everything to their husbands. What does that mean to you Hmm. now that we've taken the the long route, the rough road? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, Can you say that again? Wives submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body and is himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should sub- should submit in everything to their husbands. Wow, that means, that, that puts a lot of emphasis on the wives to submit to the husband. I was looking for more what the role of the husband should be. Well, that's the next verse. I'm reading from Ephesians 5 verses 22 through 27. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that he may sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such things, that she might be holy and without blemish. So, you're covering your wife as the head. So you have to have a Christ-like love and a Christ-like mind to even do that. So when we talk about getting back to the topic of two-dimensional ways in a marriage, you can't operate as an individual 
and not love your wife to cover her because acting as an individual brings selfish ways and the alignment of what God has established for marriage there's no place for selfishness to the man and the husband loving his wife when people are selfish they really don't know that they're being selfish it's it's really hard to come out of that mindset so what do you think is an important understanding that people should have or speaking from a man's perspective how divisiveness and being an individual can can kill a marriage well that's why you have to study the word and ask for guidance in your marriage to help you overcome the individual desire i mean that's just it's human nature to be to only look after self but once you come into marriage it's no longer you by yourself so you it's you have to submit to Christ and, and submitting to Christ, that's where you get the understanding because no one knows, like you said, um, being an individual is, is a natural thing to do because you look out for your self-interests. And when you become married, you have to look after, as the head of the household, you have to look after the interests of your wife. And part of that <laughs> is, is loving her. Part of that is finding out how you can be a blessing to your wife and covering your wife to help meet her needs and being a a blessing. So what does it mean when you say the two shall become one? Individuals look to get their way. So if I'm looking just to have my needs met, then I'm moving in a different direction. I'm moving towards oneness if I'm looking to be a blessing to you. And I think that's where a lot of marriages get into trouble. That's where the focus is. And that that puts a wedge in the marriage because that is competing forces. If I want my way, you want your way. If I want my needs met and you're only here to meet my needs, that creates a problem. I think it's very well laid out in The Lifelong Love by Gary Thomas that we're reading together. And it says, if a husband notices that a wife is getting too tired, working too hard, not taking care of herself, that becomes his problem. Even if perhaps he would individually benefit from continuing for her to work hard. If a wife senses that a husband is discouraged, that discouragement becomes her discouragement. And she had best find a way to build her husband up rather than derive any sick satisfaction from momentarily achieving a stronger hand. Wow. Wow. That's so familiar to us. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah, that's a very powerful description of what oneness looks like. And your, your issues become my issues and my issues become your issues. That is becoming one in a nutshell. I think there's a very clear distinction that makes it um, when you know your marriage is in trouble. And that is when you function as like roommates rather than a married couple. Everything is divided up and you're really not together on anything. And one of the reasons why we even started this podcast was through counseling. It was recommended that we do something together, that we have a project that we work on together because we're in a really tough place in our marriage. And as a matter of fact, we did another podcast that I really wasn't comfortable with. It might... 
I didn't think we were being honest. So it just got frustrating for me to to continue it because I really want to be honest with our listeners because I don't think that it helps when we try to put up a facade that things are one way when they really aren't. I think it helps when we can share our struggles and be true to who we are. And um, because we decided that we wanted to do this to try to help other couples as we struggle, because nothing's new under the sun. Anybody who's married or who's been married for a while knows that couples have problems. It's just a part of what happens in in marriage. But how you work through those problems is really, um, that shouldn't be a secret. And that's what we decided we wanted to share. How do we get through this? How do we get through the tough times so that we can remain married and hopefully maybe save another couple some steps? So I, this topic of intimacy is is um, and two-dimensional marriages is really a critical thing because it comes in so many layers. It comes in financial layers. It comes when you introduce other people into the marriage. It comes when um, you introduce pornography. Uh, There's so many things that are out there that penetrates Mm -hmm. that marriage circle. Mm -hmm. There's so many temptations out there that I think that is the duty of a man to guard that circle. And then the submissive part or submission part comes when you're, I'm following your lead in terms of what you're doing to protect our marriage and our family. I think that's what's strong. And that's where submission comes in. That I don't do anything to go against what you're trying to build for our family. And the part where husbands love your wives, as long as I know you're loving me, I know you're going to be operating in my best interest Then I can trust that we're going to be okay. Black Family Table Talk. That's what's up. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Black Family Table Talk. We pray that you heard some principles to put into your strong Black Family toolbox. Be sure to tune in next week and remember, sharing is caring. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and visit our website at blackfamilytabletalk.com. Look for special discounts and ways to be part of the Black Family Table Talk community. As a part of our mission to do our part to strengthen Black families, we endorse small Black-owned businesses. This is our way of strengthening Black families economically. This week's Small Black Business Spotlight is on... Family, I urge you to check out my new book, Let It Go. It's a short read and many are claiming they can't put it down. It also made number one in two categories on Amazon. Visit BlackFamilyTableTalk.com on the products page for more details. I pray you too get inspired. Under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comments, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. The news and opinions expressed on Black Family Table Talk do not necessarily reflect various platform hosts. All topics are for entertainment purposes only. 
Discretion is strongly advised and all commentary is alleged. This is a Micah 68 Media LLC production.